CBS Sports presents the Pick 6 Podcast, featuring CBS NFL writers Pete Prisco and Will Brinson, NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, and host Nick Costos. You want NFL talk? We've got NFL talk. From training camp to the Super Bowl and through the NFL draft, our fearsome foursome has you covered. This is the Pick 6 Podcast. Friday edition, that means picks, that means Jason Lockenfora, and that means we got an interview, too, this week. Richard Sherman, Seattle Seahawks, starting, well, no longer starting quarterback. He's on injured reserve, but superstar quarterback is going to chat to us uh, about some cool stuff he's doing with Microsoft. We'll get to Pete Prisco. We'll get to Nick Costa shortly to do the picks. But first, my man, Jason Lockenfora, white hot with the satanic lock of the week. How you doing, man? Thank you. I've had a few thoughts about this. Well, I'm thinking, what if we go... Like, Scandinavian death metal lock of the week. I mean, part of me is like, don't, you know what I mean? Don't change it, uh, whatever, what is it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I don't know, satan- you know what I mean? Satanic, I don't want to Satanic feels offend like anybody. I don't sat- want Tipper Gore coming after me, you know? I'm yeah. a little worried about that. Yeah, or even like somebody at CBS PR, right? Like, that could that could happen. Well, that too, more more to the point. Yeah, I just wonder if we should go like... I don't know if I should go like Norwegian death metal or Scandinavian death metal because I don't want to sell the Swedes short. I mean, you know, they 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 can bring it there and you know, Norway, Sweden. I, I like the Denmark Scandinavian so death metal lock of the Scandinavian week. death metal lock yeah. of the week. Yeah, so I we'll think go that's with that. I was also thinking I should call my buddy Brian Slagle over at uh, Metal Blade Records and see if he wants to sponsor this segment. I mean, right? Yeah. CBS, well, I mean, will I get a commission? Can can do we have Desjardins on the line, the conductor? If I bring a sponsor in, do I get a cut of the money? Does anybody know how that works? I, I think that's above Eric's pay grade, but Eric, do you know if Jason gets a cut of the Scandinavian death metal sponsor lock of the if week? If I get it sponsored by Metal Blade Records, I don't think I can answer that. <laughs> you can't. You're just gonna okay. Well, Who would I have to talk to about that, Eric K? Or what if we get Scandinavian? What if we get um? Metal Blade Records, like, can they get? We here's what we'll do: they'll give us a sponsorship, um, and we'll let them promote an artist of their choosing by recording a Jason Locker for Scandinavian Death Metal of the Week. Wow! You now you've taken it a step further. Okay. Well, what I'll do is I'll just you know what I'll do, and this is this is going at the front of the pod, so that's easier too. When we get this one produced, I will make sure that I email and text a copy to Brian. And maybe we can make that happen. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and then even if we like the band enough, maybe they just do an intro for the pod. And then we have like a we'll have to work that out with legal too. But I'm pretty sure that right. we could do um, and at least a quick five second riff of like Jason Locker for Scandinavian Death Metal Lock of the Week. That's pretty yeah, that would yeah I would be I would be totally into that. It wouldn't even right. have to be a Scandinavian death metal band. It just like you know what I mean. He knows everybody, so if Brian could get anybody to do it, I'd be I'd be way down with that. And then I have one more question before I give you my pick. Explain to me how I'm, I'm thinking of getting a little exotic this week. If I mm. tease it, if I, if I do a two-game teaser, does that yeah. mean I get seven extra points to play to spread between the two games as I like? Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 I think that is. Uh, I. I. I, I I think that you should probably give 
I think this is a little bit of a shift if we go from Satanic Lock of the Week to Scandinavian Death Metal of the Lock of the Week, and it's like we shift from a and pick I, to I a teaser. I get totally crazy with it. I am, I am, I am staring at the gambling gods, and I am peeing in their eye. Okay, like so if you do, if you do, Jersey. Well, actually, you know, these teasers are actually doing pretty well because favorites are rolling. Um, so, like, if you, you know, if you're picking better teams, so if you do a two team teaser, you get six points. Three team teaser, you get ten points. Four team teaser, you get twelve points. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> well, all right. So let me get. Let me ask you this: What is your lean? I'm going to tease it. I'm going to tease it. We're going crazy. Okay. We're going all right, crazy. Teaser it is. We're going to we're going to tease San Francisco plus three. Oh boy. And Tennessee plus six and a half. Tennessee minus six and a half. Tennessee getting six. And, wait, no. So I'm you're just, just going to Houston you plus wanna... six and a half. Yes. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to give me. Jimmy G and the San Francisco football giants plus six and give me Tom Savage and the Houston football Texans plus nine and a half. Okay. You want the Texans and Tom Savage. Okay. Okay. So here's how this works. So you're going to get six points on each one. So you're actually going to get San Francisco plus nine because they're currently oh, six plus for each. Yeah, yeah. 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 You don't. Yeah. Yeah. You get six on each on each team. Okay. Then let me, let me do this properly. So, no, you get San Francisco plus nine, and then you would get uh, the Texans plus 12 and a half. Let me okay. confirm that's right. Okay. Let me take a deep breath. All right, so hold on. Just, just to confirm, yeah, it would be Texans plus 12 and a half, 49ers plus nine. Okay. Okay. Pick six podcast. First time Norwegian death metal or Scandinavian, Scandinavian death metal. Death metal. Yeah. Lock of the week, which in this case is a tease. Will I got to tell you, I. I think he just knocked out his line, Eric. I think we lost him. Oh my god! <laughs> he screamed so hard he knocked out the line. <laughs> He's literally. <laughs> like a blood vessel in my brain. I literally was almost fell over seeing stars. And I'm like, wait a minute, I got a freaking dial tone after all that? Jesus, Mary and Joe. Leave it oh, in. Let's start again. You can, you can play that, though. That'd, yeah, that's staying that. in. That's staying in. That's the real stuff. That's the real stuff right there. <clears throat> Take two. Satanic. No. <laughs> Take three. Scandinavian. That's metal. Lock of the week. This week, Will, we're getting exotic with it. We're getting crazy. Two-team teaser. Will, I... Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers getting nine at the Woeful Bears. And Will, I... Tom Savage and the Houston Texans <laughs> getting 12 and a half against the overrated Tennessee Titans. I like what Savage is doing there. Eight double eight gap blitzes all day long with Clowney and whoever. Let the tackles win. Attack the centers 
I'm sorry, attack the center and the guards. I like both those games outright, but we're looking for sponsors. Will, we got to take it up another notch. I want Brian, when he listens to this, to hear the pain in my voice. Let's get this thing sponsored. Let's do it upright. And let's go to 5-1, and one, Will, with the first ever Scandinavian death metal tease of the week. <laughs> the Scandinavian death metal. It's the Scandinavian death metal tease of the week. That's a little too melodic, though, man. You know what I mean? Like, I... I like where you're coming from, but this has to be more minor chords. This has to be, you know what I mean? That's a little too peppy. A little too. Yeah, peppy. I was really That's... doing more of a South Parky. Um, yeah. Riff. Yeah. No, 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 no. It needs to be the straight death metal. It needs to be dark. Yeah. By the way, it sounds like. Did you blow out your vocal cords? Did you sort of blow? Possibly. Out your... <laughs> Possibly. How does dude? How do those guys do that? Like for two and a half hours a night or ninety minutes a night? It's, I don't know it's how they crazy. do that. The first uh, time, because I really pushed it the first time, I literally was seeing, like, I started to, like, lean over, and I was seeing stars, and then I heard the Dalto, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's that I, I, I am impressed that you continue to do this. But look, you're 4-1 and one now. You're going with the teacher. Do you like, let me ask you this, do you like the 49ers to win the game? I do. I just, because it's Garoppolo's first game, and I don't want to get too carried away. The road part doesn't scare me. He's from Chicago. It's a home game for him. The Bears, look, even if, if it was C.J. Beathard and they were getting three, four, five, I would still be very intrigued by that game. I think that's how bad the Bears are. Um, but I, I like Garoppolo in this spot. I, I do. Um, you know, and the other some other games I like this week as well. Uh, but those two at the end stood out. You know, I dabbled with Green Bay and Tampa. Green Bay getting points at home. I mean, are they going to lose four at home this year, you know? Yeah, and, and Tampa so. Bay. Tampa Bay just lost um... – uh, two offensive linemen. They're getting James Winston back, but it's not like they're good. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if that's a positive, getting Winston back with everything yeah. that's going on with him right now. I don't know where his head is, and I really liked Hunley for the first time ever last week. You know, I, I'm intrigued by Pittsburgh. I mean, if I was doing what you guys do five every week, I would take my two locks plus probably, uh, you know, Green Bay plus one and a half, Pittsburgh minus five, and Seattle, Seattle plus six. Did you guys talk? Are you, you guys going to go talk about that one a lot? Yeah, I, mean, we mentioned, I know well, Philadelphia's we, rocking and rolling right now, but Seattle getting six at home in a yeah. prime time spot. Yeah, I um, I, I think we all took. I mean, like we've we just for full disclosure, we all recorded it. Um, we all like Philly. I think um, Nick. Interesting. It's hard. So I'm fading you. I like Seattle even more there than that. that yeah. There were a lot of there were a lot we're on. So I'm on my best bets this week are the Chargers minus fourteen. The uh, Jaguars minus nine and a half, the Patriots minus eight and a half, the Rams minus seven, and the Steelers minus five. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of chalk. Okay, it's just teams I trust. I just can't go. I yeah. just can't go the other way. You know. I hear you. Um, all right, brother. We're well, speaking of Seattle. I'm about to go jump on the radio there with no vocal cords. So um, tell the good people in Seattle we said hello. And uh, you <laughs> know what? Well, they're listeners. They talk about the Pick Six Pod on there all the time when I well, come. Well, promote on, the so. podcast and tell them that coming up. In this very edition, in very in fact, oh yeah, Richard right Sherman, now, yeah, 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 Richard yeah. Sherman. Oh, there we go, cross promotion. Okay, exactly. I'm on it. All right, Jason. Thanks, brother. See ya. Later. Will Brinson with CBS here, um, not joining us on this podcast, but do you, uh, one of the other hosts of this podcast. I, I think you're good friends with him, Pete Prisco. Do you know Pete? Yes, I know Pete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete. Pete is an old curmudgeon, um, and so you can. We'll give you 30 seconds to say whatever you want about Pete and to call him overrated <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I'll pass. I just I save I save my my conversations for more relevant things in this world. No, that's. <laughs>
Yes. All right. Thank you. That's good stuff. Hey, um, look, you guys have a, uh, uh, a big game coming up against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know that, you know, even with the injury, um, you're still eyeing the, the quarterback over there. What is stood out to you about Carson Wentz sort of, uh, making that first, the jump from the first year to his second year? And, and as a, you know, watching him play the escapability, does he, I mean, he didn't remind you of Russell, but I mean, he is, he's, he's surprisingly elusive, right? Yeah, he's, he's got he's gotten away from 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 a number of uh, fast rushes. He's done a great job um, being elusive and 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 evading pressure. Um, yeah, you got to you got to give him credit where it's due. Um, and he's he's done a great job of adding that to his repertoire, being being conscious and cognizant of of where the rushers are coming from and and being able to move. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody he reminds me of. I can't think of anybody. I, I, the, it's like a, the closest comp I can come up with, cause I don't think he's, he's not Ben Roethlisberger. I think it was almost Cam Newton, but he's not as big and as physical as Cam at, at the point of contact, I don't think, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and he, and he, I'm trying to, uh, maybe, I mean, just maybe Cap. Cap yeah. and, and his better years, um, is just pulling the ball down, but Cap used to always scramble to his left. Um, Wentz usually kind of picks the, the available space. Uh, yeah. How much? Um, how much? So uh, the on the sideline when your uh, Achilles popped, it looked. I mean, it looked like you said, "There it goes." And you said afterwards that had you really been playing the entire year, kind of expecting it to happen. Um, and if so, how much does that change the way that you play uh, at, at the position you play? Uh, well, it, it, you know, I didn't have a lot of, a lot of power in my right foot. So, um, obviously, I played the game above the shoulder. So, it was just more anticipation, more beating the guys to the spot. Um, I played the game at a really high level. Um, and, and most most casual fans wouldn't understand um, if I if I explained it to them. But, basically, I knew a lot of times I know the play before it happens. I know the play and where, where the receiver's going. I just try to beat them to the spot. And you don't got to have two good legs to, to beat them there. You just got to know where they're going and, and, and get there first. Um, but I pretty much stayed off of making big cuts on my right leg, any any kind of drastic change of direction off my right foot. Um, I really did my best to avoid outside of the play where it happened because I thought I could, I thought I could pick that ball off and, and kind of end the drive right there. And once I once I pressed off on it, I kind of lost the power that I, that I was looking to generate, <clears throat> and it popped. So I kind of I knew exactly what it was. So, so like, it, it basically, was, I mean, you're saying that the film study and mental preparation allowed you to maybe get six to seven more games than you normally would have if you were strictly playing on athletic ability, right? Correct, correct. If I was playing strictly off athletic ability, I would I would have popped that thing a long time ago. Wow, that's crazy. That's 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 impressive, man. I mean, I think that people. Um, do you guys, do you feel like the do you feel like the 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 Seahawks are being a little slighted right now because you you guys are still right there in the hunt and I mean right on the periphery of the playoff race and it feels like people are sort of counting discounting the Seahawks um at, at, in the NFC is is that sort of the mentality sort of rallying around that in in inside the facility honestly that you know it's not really talked about um, outside opinion it has never really been a big big thing you know when and terms of the way we rate our season, the way we um, kind of motivate ourselves in that regard, because, you know, it's about about us in the building, whether we're playing awful or whether we're playing good ball. Um, 
will come back and, and play have played an awful game and on the outside everybody will be like, Oh my god, the Seahawks just played a fantastic game and had a great win but in, in, internally, um it's a lot of things to get corrected, a lot of things um that people aren't happy about. Um sometimes it's it's, it's you, you think we lost the way the building is and the way to, the meetings are going. Um so so I think everything kind of stays in house and guys, you know, just try to play their best football and let the chips fall when they may. Uh, the, the Legion of Boom, it's, you guys have been banged up by injury and, and like football fan. I mean, I, I mean, fans of football, real fans of football don't like to see it because watching you and Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor operate in sync is, is fun because it's, it's one of the most, I, I think, I mean, the, Probably the best, I mean, the closest thing to a defensive dynasty we've had in, in, you know, in the past 10 years in, in, in terms of free agency and stuff. Is, is it something you guys, I know you guys are close friends and close contact. Um, we can expect the Legion of Boom to stick together for a few more years, right? I mean, this isn't going anywhere, right? Yeah, we don't, we don't plan on going anywhere. I don't think the organization plans on sending us anywhere. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, it's just kind of a, a bump in the road at this point. Um, injuries happen in the league and, and you got to expect them. <clears throat> so um, it's just another one of those bumps in the road. Um, obviously, we've started the rehab process, and we'll be back next year by May or June. Um, but you know, it's just part of the game. Um, being the the one bright side of 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 having time away from football, there's not you nobody wants you away from football, but you get to do a little work in the community. I think one of the coolest thing one of the coolest things about your career is how um, out, outspoken and the whole team in general has been outspoken about. Um, helping society be a better place and you're working with Microsoft as part of the create change program. Um, what, what sort of your, what sort of work are you doing with Microsoft and, and your foundation to help improve um, what is increasingly sort of a depressing uh, world out there? I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> Way to put it. Um, well, I've worked with Microsoft for years. They've, they've helped me with my foundation for a number of years. Um, my foundation really focuses on, um, Kind of improving the 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 academic um, abilities of low income families and low income students, um, providing them with school supplies, pens, pencils, backpacks, papers, uh, notebooks, etc. And Microsoft has provided surfaces and laptops and desktops for us uh, for a number of years, and they've, they've continued that this year with with providing um, twenty thousand dollars worth to my high school. Um, which is greatly appreciated in Compton, um, and it's just all about all about improving their ability to 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 move forward in that academics and and uh, further their educations because obviously knowledge is power and education is the most powerful tool um, we have out there afforded to us. And I think these kids are, are are starting to aspire for more and and want more. And and Microsoft wanted to to open that up to the rest of the world and to the rest of the the United States, at least, um, and give everybody an opportunity to create that change and and to show us how you're creating change in the world. Um, because the more people we can have creating change and improving their communities, the better the world will be. And the person who creates the best change and the most change will have a chance to, to go to the Super Bowl 52 in Minneapolis. And I think that'd be fun for everybody. Yeah, and uh, people can enter that by using the hashtag Create Change Contest on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Um, uh, get, get you out of here. On, I don't want to do it on serious. I mean, hate to do it on serious note, but I'm curious. Like, do you think do you think the NFL 
um, is doing a good enough job of showcasing players who are doing good things in the community or does it get lost in the wayside? And, and maybe is it some of the, me- I mean, look, I'm part of the media. Is it, I mean, are, are we, are we as a whole doing a good enough job to showcase the good stuff that's happening or what, what, what's your take on that? Uh, I think, I think it's gotten better over the years. I think it's, it's definitely improved, but um, obviously it's about the consumer and what the consumer wants. And if the consumer wanted more of the good deeds that players are doing in the community and the great things that they're doing in this world to, to help the, the many people in this world that need help, um, whether it's with their money, their time, their resources, et cetera, then, then the media and you guys would, would show more of it. But obviously I think that's what needs to change at the end of the day is, is the need from the consumer is the thing that, cause that's, that's the thing that drives everybody. That's the thing that drives the, the NFL and their decision makers is, is what the, what the consumer needs. If the consumer wants, wants less head collisions and more safety, then the NFL changes the rules and gives them less collisions and finds players and, and do, does all that. And, has a has a concussion expert on the sideline, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if they want to show, you know, players protesting, then the camera goes to the players protesting. It doesn't go to the players standing up. If they don't want to show the players kneeling, then they don't show the players kneeling. They show only the players standing up, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's it's really about the consumer and changing the, what the consumers want and need. If they want the world to be a better place and they want equality and they want to make a change, then that's what you'll get to show. Mm. Thoughtful as always, man. Well, hey, look, Richard, Richard, I really appreciate the time. Um, good luck to the Seahawks on Sunday night. And, uh, and again, people can check out the Microsoft's Create Change program. Uh, you and Russell Wilson, Von Miller, Martellus Bennett, other players involved in that hashtag Create Change contest. Uh, thanks again, Richard, and best of uh, – look forward look, – can't wait to see you back on the field, man. Always, uh, It's always disappointing not to have you out there. I appreciate that. Thank you very much, and thank you for the for the questions. Um, hope to talk to you again soon. Excellent stuff from Richard Sherman, Seattle Seahawks cornerback. Thanks for joining the podcast. You know what else is excellent? Blue Apron. If you're not using Blue Apron, what are you? What are you? What are you doing? Um, look, I use Blue Apron. My wife recently went back to work, so you know I kind of had to you know got to figure out meals, got to do cooking with the family, want to spend time with the kid, want to spend time with the wife at, at, at evening when she comes back. Blue Apron, the best way to do it because it eliminates grocery shopping. I don't have time for grocery shopping. I'm busy recording podcasts and, and, uh, Scandinavian death metal locks of the week. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have time for grocery shopping. Blue Apron brings sustainable, delicious, fantastic food straight to the door. Their seafood is second to none. And because they ship the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, I'm not buying a bunch of extra cilantro. It's just showing up in the amount I need. I love their tacos. I love their pizza. Their burgers are off the chain. Upcoming meals from Blue Apron, cheesy broccoli baked pasta with crispy thyme breadcrumbs. Oh, the touch of the thyme in there is fantastic. Seared steaks and garlic butter with oven fries and romaine salad. They're, they're meat. The steaks that come are, are legit. Some of the best steaks you'll get. Roasted chicken and fall vegetables with cranberry and ginger compote and crispy wild Alaskan pollock and garlic mashed potatoes with roasted broccoli and tartar sauce. My goodness. The best part is you're going to get 30 bucks off your first order, $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash pick six. That's blueapron.com slash pick six. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right. Now it's time for the portion of the program you've all been waiting for, the super contest picks between myself, Nick Costos, and Pete Prisco, who now join me on the line. Gentlemen, happy 
Geno Smith day. What a what a jerk. What an absolute jerk Will Brinson is. As I wear my giant salute to service hoodie right now while we while we record. Bro, Brinson's it, got a little – he's got Eli. like his chest sticking out. He's actually had a couple good weeks in the contest, and he thinks <laughs> he's good at it. Yeah, I got lucky two weeks in a row. You know what? I, I, I decided I'm just throwing it all out the window. I don't even care about the – I'm just picking teams I trust. Teams of, I trust. You're out of the crevasse. I'm out of the crevasse. I'm back in. I'm locked in. Give me that 13 and a half points. I don't care. Give me the lines. I don't care. First up, Redskins at the Cowboys. And I'll be honest. Um, I thought the Cowboys were favored here, but the, I, th- I think the Cowboys are favored, but they're, no, no, no. They were favored. They were minus one basically yeah. up until Wednesday. And then a ton of money came in on the Redskins and the Redskins are now what? Minus one and a half. The Redskins for our, we make these based on the, um, super contest lines, Redskins minus one and a half. And in fact, that is the line currently. That is the, uh, Thursday night. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm an idiot. This is the Thursday night game. People won't be listening no, to no, that. No, 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 but like, let's pick it quick just for posterity here. Yeah. So who you got? Cause I might actually take, I, I really like the Redskins here. Who you got? Nick? I like the Redskins too, but I'm not taking them in the contest. I, I thought about it, but I'm not. Nick? I think that I might. Love the Redskins. Not 100% sure. I'll give you six picks that I really like, and I will send a tweet out this afternoon if I have indeed taken the No, Redskins. no, 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 no. Are you putting it in the contest or not? You can know. do that. He, he can do that. It's fine. Wait, if he well, wants, you, you put the Chiefs in last two weeks ago and took them out and unbeknownst to everybody else. Mm, yeah. Nobody whines more when they're losing than you do, Pete Briscoe. All right. We all got the Redskins I'm there. ahead of you, aren't I, in the standings? By two. By two. Okay. I'm walking well, you down. The, the, I'm walking the, you down. The, is two more than you ahead of you in the standings. That's all I ask. I'm walking you down. I'm putting your face in the dirt, and I'm walking right past you. Uh, next up you for don't. the Sunday wow. games. Yeah, I don't know why I'm With so that beard on your face. You look like your face has been in the dirt today. Are you, can you see me? Yeah, I see you. Yeah, cool. I can't see you. I just see this chair. I just see this like little. Uh, I see this chair. I just, all I see, all I see is a chair with an eggplant in it. Oh, no, no, that's you. Wait, that's you. Not just an eggplant, a brown eggplant. <laughs> Rotten eggplant. Um, like his fix. I don't know why. You know what it is, is I haven't talked to you guys since Sunday. Cause I wasn't on the midweek show, so that's sort of why I'm, I miss you guys. I miss you guys. I've been too boring without you. Oh, that's um, so touching. Let's get on with the picks. Ravens. Hosting the Lions, the Ravens off a Monday night win that got them back into the playoffs as the number six seed. The Lions on the outside looking in, and the Ravens are favored here. A little bit surprising to me. Pete, who you got? I watched the Ravens tape yesterday <laughs> from last week. I nearly threw up watching that oh, offense. It's oh, my gosh. And it, they don't even try and do anything. It's it's a scheme thing as much as it is the players. They're they're mismatch, mishmash. I mean, they have a run game coordinator and a passing coordinator, and they can't get it together. It's bad. But having said all that, I think the Ravens are in a good spot here with that defense. I like him here. Uh, Lions on the road. Um, I, I just think that the Ravens are in a better team. I like the Ravens. I don't love them. Oh, I don't like the Baltimore Ravens. And it's not because I love them. It's because I like the Detroit Lions in this spot. And, you know, Matthew Stafford generally doesn't win games against teams with a winning record. But this Ravens team, I feel like, kind of fugazi. And I kind of like the Detroit Lions to go on the road and not just cover the spread. But I think I like the Detroit Lions, guys, to win the game. That means it must be a contest pick. It might be. It might be. You'll have to wait and see till the end. Yeah, I was kind of eyeing it, too. I also like the Lions. Um you know, I think that with any semblance of an offense that the 
Texans could have beaten the Ravens on Monday night. I mean, just in Baltimore, the, I don't think the home field advantage is there right now. I don't think the fans care that much about this team. They weren't hyped up for a Monday night game in, 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 in an AFC situation where they're trying to get in the playoffs. Um, Terrell Suggs is playing some great football and they do have a good, a really good defense. But I think the Lions ball them up and figure out a way to win this game. I like the Lions in this game as well. Um, a game I will not be watching. Well, maybe. There's a little bit of watcher. Jimmy Garoppolo. I hope this game ended on CBS because I'm bashing it. Bears hosting the 49ers. The Bears are three-point favorites at home against the 49ers. What can go wrong with the Bears as, as favorites, right, Pete? Well, what can go wrong is they're playing a worse team than they are. I mean, that, that, so nothing's going to go wrong. They're going to win well, the game. And they're, that's right. And they're going to cover, they're going to cover the number. They're, they're not a, they're not a good football team in San Francisco. And look, the Bears aren't good either, but at home, I think the defense is solid. I think they'll show up in this game. I, look, Jimmy Garoppolo, everybody thinks he's going to walk on the field and throw for 350 and three touchdowns. That's not happening. I like the Bears. Don't love them, but like the Bears. And I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to walk on the field and throw for three, 350 and three, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo can definitely walk on the field and throw for 250 and two. I am a Jimmy Garoppolo believer, and I'm going to go on record right now, guys, as saying that Jimmy Garoppolo's got it. The 49ers go into Chicago, and they're going to beat the Bears behind Garoppolo. Look, guys, it's about trust. I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to be pretty good, but I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. And I sure as hell don't trust Jonathan Fox, but I do trust Kyle Shanahan, and I trust Jimmy Garoppolo. The Niners go into Chicago, and they beat the Bears and cover the spread. I'm with you. I've got the uh, the 49ers going in there and winning. I think there's just going to be a massive Difference between C.J. Bethard, who is a late-round rookie thrown into a situation that he doesn't know what he's doing, and a, a – not seasoned, but, I mean, a veteran quarterback who's been preparing for this moment his entire life in Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not going to look like Jimmy Garoppolo on those two throws late in the game, but I think we're going to see a much improved 49ers offense, improved enough that they win that game. I like another road dog to pull the upset here. Falcons hosting the Vikings. The Vikings are the number two seed in the NFC, and they're underdogs by three points in Atlanta. What the heck is going on, Pete? Well, doesn't that line tell you a little something? It doesn't that line tell it you reeks. a little something? And I think the Falcons are getting things going. I think they're going to. I have said it earlier this week on the podcast. I think their their offense is back on track. Julio Jones was phenomenal. I know Xavier Rhodes has had a couple of decent games against them in the past, but I don't think so here. I love. The Atlanta Falcons in this spot. Oh my God, that was creepy. Um, you know, I try and look at this as buying stock, right? You want to evaluate each week and say, which team do I want to buy stock in this week based on the opportunity? And I think this is the week to buy some stock in the Atlanta Falcons because I like the Falcons to win this game and cover the spread. Pete Prisco, I am with you. I love the dirty birds and I'm going to say it right now. I'm not going to wait till the end. One of my super contest picks. The Atlanta Falcons minus the three. Case Keenum turns into a pumpkin. We see Teddy Bridgewater in this game. But, Teddy, it ain't going to be enough because the Falcons are going to win and the Falcons are going to cover. Mm, I had just written down on my pad before we started this game, Falcons as a best bet. <laughs> so I'm oh, probably no. going to – Oh, yeah. Oh, no. oh, yeah, baby. Oh, oh yeah. You know oh. what we're going to do? 
We're gonna mush it. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. I might, I might back off the Falcons now that we're all three on that. But I will say that I do like the Falcons in this See, spot. That's the advantage of going last. You can, you, if something's a consensus pick, you usually don't like it. And Brinson's tweaking his picks here on the run. So I'm literally and, telling and you. And here's why Brinson's evil. Because when I, when I lead the picks and I go last, I never do that. But Will Brinson is evil, and Will Brinson evil. does that. Yes. He's evil. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, an evil preppy like, head. Yeah, 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 like Satan and Baby Beelzebub are going to call me evil. <laughs> I think Baby Beelzebub is a really, evil really funny name. <laughs> um, you learned all that at your uh, at your uh, what was that boarding school you went to there, Will Brinson? The prestigious Macaulay School, Peter. There you go. Satan Academy. <laughs> Satan Academy. Satan's learn, little home. You know for what those boarding children. schools are? How you learn to get away with everything in life. <laughs> that, that is, I will, that is true. That is true. That really did. Uh, I can give you that. You learn how to do just about anything at boarding school. Um, but I, I'm allowed to back up the Falcons if I want. You want me to make it as a pick and we're all in on the Falcons? It's I, well, well, I mean, here's there. the thing though. It's not like you said like you like the Falcons, but you didn't love it. You said they were going to be a, yeah, Super right. You said they were going to be a best bet. I wrote down a list of like six or seven games that I like and then I sort them out as the podcast goes along. Hold up on. the list so we can see it. Yeah, let's see the list. Let's see. He's a liar. The list is right here. Let's see, He's the, a liar. Let's see the list. He Princeton. is a liar. You evil, you evil, evil yeah, liar. You're, evil. you're a liar. <laughs> okay. My picks are in already, so I'm not going to lie about mine. My picks Look at are that. in the comments. Man, what is it? Is that, that's the smallest little tan arm I've ever seen. All right. So just so people know, right? Oh, I got okay, so, Oh, gross. Okay, so, so, so for some reason, right? So we do this on Skype. I, I, I can see Will. Will can see me, but Pete, I, I guess because he's old and shriveled up and orange, he doesn't he want to He likes to pick his camera. nose during the podcast. He doesn't want us to so get. So all we see is, is Pete's CBS NFL backdrop, but we can't actually see. And he can see us. It's you know so why? Because I don't want to move my camera for when I do shots. <laughs> um, Patriots at the Bills. Patriots are massive favorites here. Eight and a half point favorites. Uh, one would presume that Tyrod Taylor still starting for the Bills, Pete. Yeah, and I like the Patriots in this spot. Remember a couple of years ago they went up there and didn't run the ball at all? Well, this Bills team can't stop the run, so they might run it a lot more than normal. But I, I just think Buffalo, they're not very good, okay? I don't care if Tyrod Taylor's a quarterback or whatever. Their defense stinks. The Patriots are going to carve them to shreds. I don't love the game, but I think New England is certainly the play in this spot. Oh, guys, you thought the New Orleans Saints pounded this Bills defense into dust. Tough. You thought the L.A. Chargers went up and down the field. You ain't seen nothing yet. Wait until Tom Brady and the Patriots go into Ralph Wilson Stadium. Hashtag Bills Mafia. Make sure you have an extra beer in the parking lot. Make sure you go through an extra table before the game starts. Make sure that you can't remember what you're about to say. No, I'm just kidding. Drink responsibly. Because the Patriots are going to go in there and absolutely wax your football team. Six and five on the cusp of the postseason. It ain't happening. Because your coach benched Tyrod Taylor in L.A. for the Nate Peterman catalog. And now you're going to pay the price to the football gods and kneel at the altar of Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and the New England Patriots. New England wins by double digits, and I love New England laying the points. Tom Brady, so um, just looking at these uh, twice in, since 2012, the Patriots have been favored in Buffalo by more than five points. Um, also covered it, every time, right? No, one and one. Um, 2013, I'm surprised it's not more than that. 
2013, the Bills covered a 10.5-point spread, lost by two. And then in 2016, that game was in September, by the way. In 2016, in, in late October, the Patriots won 41-25 to as a 5.5-point favorite. I think that what we're going to see is a lot more like the second game than the first game. New England is rolling right now. Tom Brady is playing excellent football. Brandon Cooks is a difference maker. Stephon Gilmore revenge game. I like the Patriots a lot in this spot. Eight and a half points on the road is a ton. They haven't always dominated in Buffalo, but they are certainly – the Patriots are a team I trust, and they are blowing teams out right now. This suggests that they would only be a 14-and-a-half-point favorite in New England, which would be – you know, 14-and-a-half is tough to take, but they – Easily handled 16 and a half against the, the friggin' Miami Dolphins last week. Um, I like the Patriots in this spot. Next up. Oh God, this game stinks. Oh God, this game stinks. The Dolphins hosting the Broncos. The Dolphins is one and a half point home dogs. Um, Pete, pick your poison between Paxton Lynch or Jay Moore, Matt Cutler. I'll take the home team. When a bad team has to go on the road, they're dead. I mean, and this is back-to-back road games for the Broncos. It's a long trip. The Dolphins aren't good. The Broncos aren't good. So in that situation, I don't love them, but I'll take the Miami Dolphins. Um, I think you're nuts here in this spot. And I'll be honest, I think the Broncos are about to go on a little bit of a winning streak here. Got not a difficult schedule coming up here. Actually, let me um filibuster here and let me just make sure because I think that's the case, but I'm not 100%. So the Broncos have got coming up. They've got the Dolphins and they host the Jets and then they go to Indianapolis. I think the Broncos are about to win three consecutive games. Why? Because the best quarterback on the roster is actually starting. What a novel concept. The Dolphins absolutely stink. This is a team on the downswing. The offense is brutal. The defense looks like it doesn't really give a damn. And I think Denver is going to play for pride coming up on Sunday. I like the Broncos to go into Miami, suffocate that atrocious offense. Trevor Simeon makes enough plays in the passing game. The Broncos win. The Broncos cover. Uh, I'll take the Dolphins getting the points. You know why? Because I... Couldn't figure out who I liked in this game because I hated both teams. So I went to my son, who's about to turn four years old in January. I said, Robbie, what do you like better, buddy, Dolphins or Broncos? And he said, Dolphins. So I'm going with the Dolphins here. Obviously not a best bet. You can't trust either of these crap, crap teams. Titans. You know what you need to do, Brenton? Quit singing them lullabies at night or whatever you sing or that little book you read them or whatever. Read them some football stuff so you can get them trained up to know the game. You know what I mean? Read them some of that. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. You know what he likes to do, Pete? He likes to watch basketball if they make it, if they make the shot, he goes, nice shot. And if they miss it, he goes, oh, so close. Um, oh, <laughs> and then, and then you guys go out in the backyard and eat oysters, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. And then I'm like, Hey buddy, let me show you how daddy throws a football. And then I, then I like, uh, throw him a duck hook, you know, dead duck across the yard. And he's like, daddy, so you're so good. It's a, what a touching so portrayal that is. Yeah, of an, after, an evening with the Brinson family. <laughs> God, I wish it was, I wish it was like that. It's just a zoo here. George is probably downstairs destroying. Something as we speak. You got one kid and one dog. How can that be a zoo? You, 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 you wouldn't, you wouldn't think so, Pete. You wouldn't think so, but it's a zoo. Titans hosting the Texans. Titans minus six and a half. This line has come down a little bit. I think it opened around seven and a half. Um, divisional rivalry game. Texans on a short week. The Titans, the number three seed in the AFC. Sure. Why not? Who you got, Pete? Back-to-back road games for the Texans on a short week is a bad combination. They're not very good anyways. The quarterback stinks. Um, uh, you know, how much, how long before he gets yanked out of there? Because you could see the reaction of Bill O'Brien on the interception. It was horrible at the end of the game. Uh, I just Tennessee's not good. I don't like laying six and a half, so I don't love them. But I'm I'm probably going to lead lean to the to the home team in this one. Um, I love Bill O'Brien, who said on what what on Wednesday 
you know, if the court, if the turnovers keep happening, we're going to have to go in a different direction. To who? TJ Yates? That's your different direction, Bill O'Brien? Good luck with that. This Texans team, not good. And I actually, I feel bad for Texans fans because you had something with Deshaun Watson. Now he's hurt, and now the Browns are going to get those high draft picks coming up in the first and the second round. And As predicted team. by yours truly. And, and look, and look, I give you, I've said it before, I'll say it now, and I'll say it again. You nailed it, Will, on draft night. I thought you were crazy. You were 100% right. You said the, this, if Houston's bad, no one thought it would be the case that they would get those picks. Of course, it took injuries to the best player on defense and offense to make it happen, but that is indeed what happened. So, sir, you were right. And while I don't believe in the Titans, I think they are a fugazi operation and ultimately not even the best team in their own division. I like Jacksonville more. They're good enough to win this game and cover. Give me the Titans laying the points. What's the, uh, check it out. Here you get a little, uh, the, the super book. Need one more Texans L to cash this ticket on the Texans under eight and a half wins for the season. Feeling pretty good about that right now. Was not feeling great about it when Deshaun Watson was lighting up the NFL. Um, although I would certainly trade that ticket for Deshaun Watson to be playing because he is fun to watch. Um, I think the Texans no, you win wouldn't. this. Quit lying. You would not. You would not trade that ticket for, to watch. Yeah, it. yeah. No, I, I would. No, you're a liar. You're lying. I mean, it depends That's on it. how much money the ticket is. If it's like a thousand yeah, bucks, like, then no. But if it's like fifty bucks, then I mean, who cares? What about two hundred? You're not trading the ticket. You're lying. You're lying. If I put you on a lie detector test, you're li- you you would go off. I mean, it would go yeah. unbelievably off. You're lying. This is a bushel of oysters, man. Don't worry about it. Um, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, how many a, lo- pairs of loafers of your expensive ass loafers can you get with that? One. Uh, two hundred bucks. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, like a half a loafer. I don't know. But how much are your how much are your fancy bit loafers that you buy? Uh, I get them for a hundred bucks from Kohan. Not bad. Oh, you know, you wait, wait till the, wait till the big sale and you get them from Kohan for cheap. I don't buy the I don't buy the Ferragamo or anything like that. Cool. I'm not insane. What are you trying to do? Take a shot at my Ferragamos, Will? No, Ferragamos are great. Damn right they are. But if you can own as many loafers as I do, you gotta have a little uh, little Kohan. Cool. Cool. I love Kohan. Kohan's great. Yeah, sex second rate. Eh, it's fine. You know what I really like from Kohan is the um the, how they the, the Air Max uh dress the Air Max like uh wingtips. Highly like comfortable. Oh my God! What I spent my whole life really wearing like are. regular dress shoes? Yeah. They're garbage. No, the now. best Kohans are the are the soft comfort ones that look like um sneakers almost. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, yes, that is that is yes, exactly what Will Brinson. Wow, said. I'm glad that you were here to bring that. It's exactly. Yeah, so, it's, the, a, it's a Will. This is great. No, that's not what he was thing. talking about. He's talking yes, about the is. ones. No, it isn't. He's talking about the sh- the ones that look like shoes. I'm talking about the ones I wear, Nick. Like the ones that, you said last. That's the ones that he's talking about. That's exactly no, talking what about I'm talking thing. about. The ones that look like tennis shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and uh, well, it, it just as just as um something. You know what's great, Nick? Pizza. Hey, you know, you guys know what's really awesome? Bread no, with sauce no, and cheese. No, you're gonna love this. We're doing <laughs> FFT last Sunday on set, the first hour of the simulcast on radio. Jamie goes, make some point about the offensive line for some team. I forget who it is. Jamie goes, well, this offensive lineman's hurt, so it could hurt their run game. And then Dave Richard starts talking on the other set, and Pete looks at me as if to say, I want to say something. So I go, okay, I'm gonna lay out so Pete can talk. It goes to Pete, and Pete goes, I've got a point to make. I think this offensive lineman being out is really going to hurt the run game. <laughs> First off, and, and, and you haven't got anything about the like, story. JB you haven't even it. got the story right yet because it was about Alex Okafor, and I wasn't listening to Jamie. And I have to he put sits my hand right up next to you. And I have to put my hand up to talk because this kid interrupts everything anybody says on the set because he wants to hear his own voice. Yes, or when the reality is nobody wants to hear that voice. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I was trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out. Have you guys follow this Tennessee coaching search at all? It's insane. Of course. Yeah. 
They're trying to steal NC State's coach. Get off! Get out of here, Tennessee. Yeah, right. How, uh, how would NC State I mean, it's be weird. Not He's fifteen and twenty-five. It's weird. Hey, ASU yeah. just hired Herm Edwards. Oh yeah. What do you? What do you? Uh, what do you? I don't Texas know how to make of that. I don't know what to make of that. I really don't. I mean, what, I mean, what's my other option? There's nothing. There's nothing not to like. Like he was fifty-four and seventy-four as a head coach in the NFL. Yeah, but He's sixty-three NFL. years old. He's never recruited college kids, and his and, and the AD is his old. And two of the athletic directors are his old agents. What could possibly go wrong in this situation? Well, and he's keeping this current staff. He's keeping the coordinators. Yeah, yeah. Look, anybody's better. Uh, if they would have hired some high school coach from uh, somewhere in Texas, it would have been better than Todd Graham. Okay, because right. he was terrible. Okay. Um, I've got, by the way, I don't know how we got derailed in the middle of this. I've got the Titans winning, but I have the Texans covering in that sexy, sexy AFC South divisional game. Sticking in the division, Peach, Jacksonville Jaguars, nine and a half point favorites over the Indianapolis Colts. What a world 2017 is, Pete. I would normally hate to lay that number with that team and that crappy offense. But all that stands out in my head is 27 nothing on the road. 27 nothing on the road. And that offense barely got across midfield. Now the Colts are a little bit better, but they gave up eight sacks last week. Eight! And this Jacksonville defense is going to get all over them. I'll lay the points. I don't love the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of really like Jacksonville. Um, how can you take the Colts? Uh, Chuck Pagano sounds like he's dropping acid now before press conferences. Like he's going <laughs> off on random tangents about movies and singing songs and crap. Groundhog Day uh, is a great movie. Like, Groundhog Day is not a good movie. Groundhog Day is a great movie. Groundhog Day yeah. is awesome. So I get yeah. it from that perspective. Um, what about I, I Got that, You, babe? <laughs> where the heck was that coming from? Yeah, I mean, even though Doug Marone, not exactly Shakespeare or a wordsmith, I'll take Doug Marone over Chuck Pagano in this spot. I think the Jaguars are going to pulverize the Colts. I will lay it with Jacksonville. I love the Jaguars in this spot. Are you kidding me? I can't believe I'm trusting Blake Bortles. I can't believe I'm trusting the Jaguars in general. Um, every time I take the Jaguars, I feel like they burn me. But this is going to be one of my best bets, and it's not close, because the Colts are a terrible football team. The Colts cannot protect their quarterback, and the Jaguars can get after them in the pass rush. And the Jaguars need to run the ball. People are soured on Leonard Fournette, and this is a bounce-back week for Leonard Fournette. 150 rushing yards, two long touchdowns. Jaguars steamroll the Colts. Um, definitely one of my best bets. Buccaneers and the Packers. What a weird game. The um, Buccaneers are favored by one and a half, Pete, in, in Green Bay. To, I, don't battle, battle the I don't get this line at all. I don't understand <laughs> it. Do they do they realize that two offensive linemen are down for Tampa Bay? I mean, the, the two starting offensive linemen are out. This makes no sense to me. And Green Bay, you know, Huntley actually did some good things against the Steelers. He seemed to find himself a little bit. They did, schemed up some stuff to make it easy on him. And you know what? I love the Green Bay Packers in this spot. There's no way Tampa Bay should be favored in this role. None. Well, it's like, you know what they say. When something looks fishy like that, chances are it's going to come true. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jameis Winston on the road to go into Lambeau Field and win the damn game outright. 84% of the public on Green Bay after that showing on Sunday Night Football. But Jameis Winston back and healthy, and I think that he is clearly better than Brett Hundley. I like the Buccaneers to go and steal one on the road in Lambeau. Yeah, this game makes – the line makes no sense. And for that very reason, I am taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I love – not the Buccaneers, but I love the fact that this is one of Pete's best bets. And about Sunday, about 4.30 – I can't believe that the 
referees are calling that against Green Bay. If I if I hadn't if I hadn't um, seen the two offensive linemen out, I would have yeah. probably stayed away from it. But when you, look, they their offensive line isn't great to begin with, and he's he's ta- he's got a bad shoulder. You guys are taking a quarterback with a bad shoulder against an offensive line that's banged up. That's a problem. Uh, otherwise, I would have stayed away. But I like the Packers. It looks like it's actually a pick 'em now. So if you, as a best bet, you are getting a point and a half worth of value. Eighty four percent of the money on Green Bay, despite the despite James Winston. Uh, being named the starter there. It, look, it's just a confusing game. Uh, My picks are really weird this week, by the way, so that's one of them. Cool. Jets hosting the Chiefs as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. The Chiefs are reeling, and the uh, they're, they're sort of in trouble in the division, Pete. Yeah, I, look, this is one of my – best bets and it's not the Kansas City Chiefs it's the New York Jets I love the Jets in this spot look the Chiefs stink they're not good on offense they're not good on defense what are they good at the quarterback's an issue the running game is non-existent McCown's playing good football they should have beat the Panthers last week they will win this game outright give me the three and a half love the Jets uh yeah you know what we're talking about buying stock here um I'm buying stock in the Kansas City Chiefs because they're at a low here and Pete you made this mistake last week. You took the Jets against the Panthers as an underdog, even though they're the inferior team. They're also the inferior team this Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. And maybe are I'm they? going back to the well. That Yes, they are. Maybe I'm going back to the well one too many times with Alex Smith and Andy Reid. But this is the week the Chiefs get off the schneid. I love Kansas City in New York. I love the New York Jets this week. We got a bit of a... Oh, there's the kiss of death. A little... What are you talking about? I'm white hot. You want to be on my side, baby. Uh, we got a little pick off here. Give me the Jets getting the points. They they should have covered against the Panthers. They have a bad habit of choking late, but the Chiefs stink. The Chiefs are reeling. The Jets win this game. Saints hosting the Panthers. Saints a four-point favorite, Pete. I like the Saints. Don't love them, though. I, I Look, the last time they played, you got to throw that out the window. Those are different teams back then. This Carolina offense, it's not great, but it's better than it was. Their defense is very good. Although, Josh McCown lit them up last week, right, just to dominate him throwing the football. I think Breeze is going to get back to throwing the football around. He's going to hit Kamara with a bunch of little dink and dunk screen passes that turn into big plays. He's going to throw the ball down the field. Like the Saints, don't love them. Oh, I think this is a really, really tough game to pick. If it were minus three, I might feel better about going in one direction or the other with it. I think I'm going to lay it with New Orleans here because ultimately I think the Panthers are a little fugazi, not as a playoff caliber team, but maybe as eight and three and as a Super Bowl contender. I just think the Saints are better and they're playing at home. I'm going to lay it with New Orleans. It's not going to be a best bet, but but I'll take Drew Brees and the Saints. Yeah, same same for me. Um, I like I like the Saints in the spot. I don't I. I've been hot on my Panthers picks. I don't really this I think the logic says take the Panthers here. I think the logic of the winner. Drew Brees can have a statement game against a Carolina secondary that is a little bit questionable. Um Saints defense needs to get healthy. If, look, if this is a situation where Marshawn Lattimore, um, Ken Crawley are both out, then I might jump on the Panthers late because four points is too much if the line comes flying back the other way. Chargers hosting the Browns. My Los Angeles Chargers hosting the Browns. 14-point favorites, Pete. Yeah, look, the Browns stink. The Chargers can rush the passer. The Browns don't protect the quarterback. It's going to be a tough day, but that's a ton of points. And and do I want to lay it? Yeah, I'll lay it, but I'm not going to make it a best bet. I think San Diego, I mean, Los Angeles is getting on a roll. 
Uh, I think you're going to end up being right, Brinson. I think they're going to win the division. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl uh, because there is a team called New England uh, that will probably get to the Super Bowl again. But I like the Chargers in this spot. Uh, the Browns are bad. The Chargers are good. Give me Phillip Rivers and L.A. laying the points. You buried Phillip Rivers a couple weeks ago. And Drew Brees. Don't forget him. I think we yeah. might get a little Phillip Rivers MVP chatter after this one when he lights up the Browns and we start talking about the Chargers coming back. Don't you dare let the Chiefs lose in New York and the Chargers tie for that division. Phillip Rivers smells blood. He might not ultimately win the whole enchilada, but he's going to smash the Cleveland Browns in this game. I got the Chargers as a best bet, a team I trust against the worst team in football in the Cleveland Browns. Give me the Chargers all day long here. Rams at the Cardinals, seven-point favorite. My goodness, seven-point road favorite, Pete. You know what? This line looks funky to me. I don't think they should be that big of favorites on the road. They played a tough physical game last week against the Saints, and, and a big game, an important game for them at home. Now they go back out on the road. Arizona, uh, you know, beat Jacksonville last week and did some really good things in that game. Their defense looked very good. I not only think I'm going to take the points in this game, but I think the Cardinals might win the football game outright as a major upset. So if you're going to give me that many points, I'm taking them. Love the Arizona Cardinals in this spot. Uh, I like the Cardinals. Don't love them. Blaine Gabbert's not beating the Rams. Cardinals are not winning this game, but I think this defense is going to be frisky. Rams coming off the big game, as you mentioned. Bit of a letdown spot here. Rams win a close game late on a Greg Zerline field goal. Rams win, but Arizona covers. I might love the Rams here. It's It's too many points. But this is a team that blanked the Cardinals, completely destroyed, eviscerated the Cardinals in London. I get that the Cardinals will want revenge, but again, they're starting Blaine Gabbert, so I don't think that's going to happen. Give me the Rams, and maybe I might love the Rams. I think they are going to roll. They've been bl- they've blown some teams out. They're not afraid to win big. Seven points on the road is a lot, but I don't care. Raiders hosting the Giants. Another huge spread. Raiders minus eight and a half against Geno Smith, Pete. Raiders minus eight and a half. Boy, I'll tell you what. I love the Giants in this spot, but I don't love them that much anymore. If Eli Manning was playing, and I think it was, what, seven and a half? Seven, seven, seven and yeah, a half. with Eli, yeah. Yeah, I would have loved them. But now I can't take Geno Smith on the road. I do still like the Giants with the eight and a half, but I don't love them. I think the Raiders stink. So I'll take the Giants, but I don't love it. If you're betting on this game, you take the Giants, because as much as I love Eli Manning, I don't know if he's worth two points to the point spread, but – I'm a Giants fan, and what I want to see is the Giants get steamrolled these last five weeks of the season. Fire everyone. Get a top three draft pick. So it's an emotional pick by me, and for that reason, it's not a contest pick. Give me the silver and black. Pride and poise. Just win, baby. The Raiders win. The Raiders cover. Yeah, look, the Giants, when you go to Geno Smith in the middle of the season, you are saying, we give up. And if that wasn't clear by the record, (laughs) they give up. Now, you're a little concerned about Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree not being there. I think that's a pretty big red flag. Um, But Janoris Jenkins isn't there either. I like the Raiders in this spot. I can't love them just because they're missing too many pieces. But I I think that this is a, a good spot for the Raiders to put up a big number and to blow out the Giants. Eagles. Hosting Eagles, sorry, Seahawks hosting the Eagles. Seahawks haven't been a six point or five point dog since like two thousand and I don't know, it's like two thousand five at home in prime time. This is crazy. And the Eagles are six point favorites in Seattle, Pete. Yeah, I don't get this number being this high. But then the more you look into it, I looked at it and I go, Boy, that seems really high. Then you go look into it and you go, Okay, now I know why. They don't think that Seattle can block that front. And they think there's gonna be a lot of turnovers and some fumbles and some takeaways. 
And I agree with him. This isn't about Carson Wentz playing better than Russell Wilson. This is about their front getting after Russell Wilson and turning the ball over. I don't love this game, but I would lay the points. I I might love the Philadelphia Eagles here. And I know that people are going to be shocked to hear that because I love the primetime home underdogs. But, I mean, really, if you're taking Seattle, you're taking Seattle because in your head you're thinking Russell Wilson's going to keep it close. But as good as Russell Wilson is, he might, and maybe he is generational, maybe he isn't, wink, wink, nod, nod. I, I don't think that Russ <laughs> is going to be able to keep his team in this game. The Eagles are too good, too complete, too balanced. Cam Chancellor's out, Richard Sherman's out, Carson Wentz playing at an MVP level. I think Philly's going to win this game by double digits. I will lay the points with Philly. Yeah, absolutely. Look, again, it's insane to be laying six points on the road with the hottest te- hottest public team on the planet. Everybody's back in Philly. 70% of the money's on them. They've been covering like crazy, but they're blowing people out. They won their last five games by 26 points on an average. That's crazy. Philly's smashing people, and the Seahawks' weaknesses line up with the Eagles' strengths. I love Philly in the spot. I can't take Seattle. I think everybody will be on Philly, and I wouldn't be surprised if Russell Wilson pulls something off, but I wouldn't be surprised if Philly curb stomps him. Um, finally, on Monday night, another huge road favorite. We have the Steelers in Cincinnati as as five-point favorites. I think this is a great spot for the Bengals, not only to cover that number but win the game. You know, for all the talk about the Bengals not being very good this year, they've they've been really good on defense, and I think that's going to carry over. Look, I know the Steelers have kind of found a little way uh, with what they've done on offense recently, but this is a much better defense. And I think that's going to show up here. I think the Bengals will be feisty. They'll be competitive. Their season's on the line. And, in fact, I think they win the game outright. I think this is an upset special. Give me the five. Love the Bengals. Um, Pete kind of just said everything I was going to say. I absolutely love the Bengals here. I don't think they'll win because I think Dalton will find a way to screw it up late. But I think Pittsburgh maybe wins by a field goal. This is one of my best bets of the week. Give me Cincinnati on Monday night. Oh, this is one of my best bets, too. But I got the Steelers. They blow out the Bengals every time they play them. They own Andy Dalton. I like A.J. Green in this spot a little bit to have a nice game. And I think the Bengals will keep it close for half. Steelers will pour it on because you know what, guys? When the, when the lights are on, the stars shine the brightest. And the Steelers have the stars. The Bengals do not. Steelers bloodbath the Bengals on Monday night on the road. And that's our picks. So that's been fun, guys. Listen to the what podcast. the best bets? Oh, yeah, yeah. what are your best bets? Sorry. All right, my best bets. Falcons minus three, Packers plus one and a half, Jets plus three and a half, Cardinals plus seven, Bengals plus five. I think I'm going to get off the Redskins bandwagon, and I think I'm going to do the Falcons minus three against the Vikings, the Patriots minus eight and a half against the Bills, the Chiefs minus three and a half against the Jets. I think I'm going to take the Saints minus four at home against the Carolina Panthers and give me the Cincinnati Bengals plus the five on Monday Night Football against Pittsburgh. I'm going with some huge, huge numbers here, and I don't give a crap. I'm rolling right now nine and one in the last two weeks, and it's because I'm taking teams I trust to blow out bad teams. There's a hierarchy in the NFL. Chargers minus 14, Jaguars minus nine and a half, Patriots minus eight and a half, Rams minus seven, and Steelers minus five. I don't care that three are road chalk. They're better teams. They're going to beat the bad teams. Those are my picks. You know, it'll be great, Nick. It bounces out this week. The dogs start coming in, and uh, Mr. Favorite action guy over there goes 0-5. This nice is well, the I week. Took favor- I took four favorites, so hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm dog. This I'm the dog the, guy. This is probably the week the dogs come. The dogs are coming at some point. 
Yep. The, the, roof, the dogs roof, are coming. Roof, roof. Where's your Where's your mud? Is that how you bark? You bark, like a, you bark like a little tiny chihuahua. Woof, woof. At Prisco CBS, at the Costas, at Will Brinson. Thanks for listening to the Pick 6 Podcast. We'll be back on Sunday to break down all the action.